0: Hello, and welcome to Black Marriage Therapy, BMT for short. Here we become students of marriage in order to create healthy, long-lasting relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Smith, and in today's episode, we discuss sabotage, the invisible chains holding you back. Had the feeling that everything is going well and you're filled with joy and delight. You're reaching your goals and you are on the path to success and growth. Then what seems to be out of nowhere, all of the progress begins to slowly diminish and eventually you have made a full 180 degrees and going down a path you don't want to. If you ever experience something like this, you might be experiencing self-sabotage. A few months ago, I was on a high. I felt like I was working on everything that I wanted to accomplish, and out of nowhere, I just stopped. I made excuses and told myself it was because I'm tired or I needed a break or work-life balance. Four weeks went by. And I was getting worse and worse and moving further and further from my goals. I accepted my behaviors as proof that I am all the negative things I say about myself. I'm an imposter. I'm lazy. I'm inconsistent and an indecisive person. I stumbled upon a video talking about self-sabotage that I ignored. But over the next couple of weeks, that word kept coming back to me over and over again. So I decided to explore the concept, and guess what I found out? I am a self-saboteur. You might be saying, Chrislyn, what does this have to do with relationships and marriage? Trust me, a lot. This is a layered and complex idea that takes time to unearth, but I want to share with you all what I have learned so far. So in this episode, we will be joined by Junior Smith, my co-host, and we will be defining and discussing sabotage and its effects on yourself and your relationship, how to recognize sabotage in your relationships, and tips and advice to work through it. If you have been enjoying the content, please follow us on Instagram at Black Marriage Therapy. Rate us on your podcast platform and share your favorite episode with a friend. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Black Marriage Therapy. We are so excited. I have missed you guys. I really enjoy doing this podcast. And I think about the people who are listening. And sometimes I think about because we only do it twice a month. But I do think about like talking to them again, even though I'm not talking to them. (laughs) like face to face. To all the listeners, I just want to say I miss you. And I know it's only been two weeks, but I'm excited to talk to you about this topic. So as we already mentioned before, we are talking about sabotage and we're going to get into it how we always do. We're going to start with the definition of sabotage.
1: Our definition for self-sabotage is a behavior and action that can undermine one's own well-being and success. And I would add to that even a thought Right. Or I mean I guess thinking a certain way is a behavior. And there's so many
0: examples Mm -hmm. of self-sabotage that we can go through in our relationships. That's actually a really good definition. So, like I mentioned before in in the intro, this is fairly new for me because I think that there are certain habits that I was used to that I did not know how to link or place. And then all of a sudden I became aware of this thing called sabotage. And I didn't, I didn't realize that certain things that I was doing was actually hurting me. And I didn't realize that I had control over them. I mainly thought that it was just kind of like part of my personality. So like I mentioned before, sometimes I have negative thoughts. I'll think like, Oh, well, Oh, Kristen, you're just being lazy or you're indecisive or whatever. But really, and truly when I Start looking and digging deep into my thought processes, my habits, my behaviors, the things I actually believe. I'm realizing that it's me this whole time. If you ever seen the little meme of Spider Man and he's in a circle and he's pointing at everybody else, it, it was me the whole time. <laughs> and so I really like this definition because it, it's the undermine part that really helps me understand what self sabotage is. Is the fact that you set yourself, and this is kind of how I understood it, and I guess I'm giving my own uh, definition now. It's like you set yourself up for a goal, for success, for some type of growth, and then without you knowing, and I'm going to say without you knowing because I feel like it's autonomic. I feel like s- some of my habits and some of the things that I do, I do it without even thinking about it. It's just like a mechanism that just happens. So you, know, you set these things up, and then autonomically, you undermine those very things that you set up. I kind of want to explain this
1: in a more scientific way, self-sabotage, just to kind of give you an idea of what's going on. I think self-sabotage is your body's way of protecting itself. Mm. And so it sees goals as a threat because, hey, this is what we've been doing. Yeah. This is what the story's been. Now you want to change it and introduce this new thing. Oh, I'm going to stop eating all bread or sugar. Oh, I'm going to work out. Oh, I'm going to write this book. I'm going to practice being more open or showing empathy. Mm-hmm. So your body's saying, well, listen, that's not what we've been doing this whole time. What we've been doing has been keeping us alive. It's been working. We see that new goal as a threat. Yeah. Yeah. Like we don't want to do that. And then of course you have the fear of failing at that new goal. Mm-hmm. So you have two fears compounded right there. Your brain at least sees two fears. Number one, losing out on what you have Mm -hmm. and number two even if you go to attain that new thing you could fail at that thing in a spectacular way Mm -hmm. and bring in more pain and more hurt and more whatever have you and so recognizing that self-sabotage is your body's way of keeping you safe Mm -hmm. keeping you the same and then understanding that we cannot let our body do auto control for
0: everything and to add a little bit more depth to this topic um you have to understand that sometimes self sabotage, sometimes not always, comes from trauma or issues with your past. Um, some of these things can be rooted in a a core belief in something that is so wired in you that anything that is outside of that belief that you have is seen as a threat. And therefore, like Junior said, you are responding most of the time autonomically to protect yourself from anything that's not. What you are used to. I think a perfect example of this is like being abandoned. If you, if you have trauma where you've been abandoned by a parent or by a friend or anything like that, you have a core belief that nobody wants to be around you. Like you are just going to be abandoned. So if you set out a goal, it's like, oh, I'm gonna make new friends, self-sabotage would be like flaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh oh no and you make excuses and you're like oh man i'm just so tired or whatever and why do you keep flaking yeah because there is something there's a belief in your mind already set really deeply rooted that you are going to be abandoned anyway so let's not remove ourselves this.
1: this episode is brought to you by visit williamsburg in Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie,
0: a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker,
1: you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Talk about how deeply rooted these self-sabotage is. So that person flaking, right? hmm do you understand self-sabotage is so deep sometimes it can wear another face so that person's like oh i'm flaking on this person but in reality i'm just i'm just not an extrovert i'm an introvert that's why i'm doing it not realizing in reality you fear intimacy mm. because you were abandoned yeah. so now you fear intimacy you yeah. can be friends yes when it's time to get intimate you run away but that's just in your mind you're rationalizing that as oh i'm an introvert and i like cancel plans." So why, why, do, do you, why do I feel like You're trying to read me No huh? I'm just saying I'm just <laughs> I'm showing you I'm showing
0: you How deep Self-sabotage goes It really yeah. Because it's trying To protect you so, so the thing That I learned Is that It intertwined With my personality Exactly There are certain things That I think Is just me Being me Personality wise But then there are Things that are not me or extreme versions of that personality that I'm using as a way to self sabotage myself, to shoot myself in the foot. The introvert thing is a perfect example. I am an introvert. I do love to recharge and be by myself. But at the same time, in this season of my life, I've been challenging myself more than ever to not only be in community, but put myself in very uncomfortable places business wise. And I realized I'm like, I'm still an introvert, but I'm pushing myself in this way. So I have to like detach myself from that trope of like, I'm an introvert and not take it to an extreme. So I don't sabotage myself and like, oh, flake on a business meeting or flake on this because I'm like saying, oh, I'm an introvert. No, that's not an introvert. The extreme version of that is me saying to myself, I don't deserve good things or I don't deserve to make a certain amount of money. So therefore, sneakily, my brain is self-sabotaging me and saying, oh, you're just an introvert. So I think that this conversation can go really deep. And that's why I said in the beginning, it is complex. It is very layered and we're going to put resources and and things for you to explore on your own, but we just want to share our experiences and how it affects relationships, but just But now that we've kind of gone over the context, I want to move into how to recognize self-sabotage and the different faces and things like that. Before we do that, I want to personally invite you guys to our free workshop that is happening this Friday, September 15, 2023. It's happening this Friday at 8.30 p.m. And it is a workshop on communication. Of course, it's going to be linked down below. You just have to register and then that's all. And we'll meet you on Friday. But we're going to be talking about common communication mistakes. Y'all, tons of gems. We want to see you there. So let's talk about how to recognize sabotage. I got a lot of things for this one, but I'm going to let Junior go first. Well, see,
1: listen, recognizing sabotage is difficult. Mm. I need to say that. Yeah. Okay. And pause, full stop. Okay. It's difficult. Like, it's sneaky. It's self-sabotage. What do you think? (laughs) Like, you're not going to be able to just shine a a bright light and figure everything out on the first go. That's why you have to keep practicing at this. Mm -hmm. Because some things could be, like you said, it could be some kind of response to trauma. Other things could be just fear of things being different. We don't know. Uh, Not going to be the same for everybody. Yeah. I'll do it individually first. Mm-hmm. For me, self sabotage looks like over-promising, over promising, over committing. Really? Yes. And now that I know what it looks like, I can tell when I'm self sabotaging on an individual level. Mm-hmm. If I'm over committing to everybody, to everything, yes, I could do five meetings today. In the back of my mind, is saying, maybe move that meeting to Thursday. I'm like, no, I could do five. So maybe you can help me with that if you see me over
0: committing to do, oh, I'm going to do this. And but do that. sorry. But so I have a follow up question. It's just like, what is it like? Yeah, so self-sabotage
1: is like basically a cry. mm, For me, it's a cry for help. Secret. It's a secret cry for help. Okay. I have a lot to do. Mm, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Okay. A lot to do. Don't know how I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I need a break. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing the mature thing and taking on less, I'm going to pile it up high until I just explode and can't do anything. Mm. i'm gonna burn my own boat i love that you said it because it's very childish i'm and not gonna walk <laughs> away when i need to walk away yeah i will walk away when i'm dead
0: you yeah i mean and somebody yeah. gotta carry me
1: away yeah and that's supposed to be something that's heroic give your body give all of you to this thing but in reality what's more heroic is you taking care of yourself so you can be there mm-hmm. consistency yeah however self-sabotage is like you need to be this person mm-hmm. no one's putting a gun to my head yeah yeah saying i need to be this person i'm doing it to myself yeah i have an idea of what i want to be or i have an idea of what i want to be to other people so i'm thinking to myself i want to overcommit, or i don't want to make things difficult for other people i want things to be nice and easy when they're with me and and i want to be i want that same thing for my family i want the same thing wherever i go i want people to have a general consensus of me and a feel for how i am and to tell somebody Hmm. oh i can't do that or this may put them off but I'm really trying to control how they feel about me. Mm
0: -hmm. It's not really
1: about them. It's all about me. Yeah. And so, and that's the second thing when it comes to my relationship, I know I'm self-sabotaging when I am giving into all of the stories I make up in my head. If I don't question myself, listen, my emotions, I can run away with my emotions. And so if I'm just letting myself tell myself a story, masticating on it, chewing it up, oh, she's doing this on purpose. I told her about this three times. Oh, she's doing it on purpose. I know I'm self-sabotaging at that moment where I'm not questioning myself. I'm letting my emotions just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. And and I'm listening to that story in my head without having any critical thought. Mm -hmm. Just run with it. I know I'm setting myself up for failure in the future because I know I have the skills now. Mm -hmm. I already have the training. I have the training. First things first. Don't just assume that your partner is doing something to hurt you. Assume the best in your partner. First things first. We already know that. That take takes care of the first thing. Second thing is emotions are are great at living life, but they're not good drivers. Don't mm-hmm. let them drive you. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. You let them drive you, you'll be mad six years on the seventh year. I don't even know what I'm mad at. I'm just not. <laughs> i just been mad for so long. Emotions, they don't have your back. Yeah, and so. I have the training, and so and that's and I think I praise God for that. I think that's the reason why I know I'm self sabotaging at that point because I already know better. Better mm-hmm. you do better, but if you don't know better, if you haven't taken the time to actually dig into yourself mm-hmm. and practice recognizing it, calling it out, and doing something different,
0: mm-hmm. how are you going to know your triggers? That's really good because as you were talking, I was listening, of course, but you were like, I was thinking for myself. I'm like, wait a second, how do I sabotage? my relationship. And I really had to think about it for a second because, and this is the thing about sabotage, you guys, it really is sneaky. It really, really is sneaky. And for me, I would say in our relationship, my thing is overwhelmed. Like I, I don't think I'm easily overwhelmed. Would you say I'm easily overwhelmed? No. Okay. I don't think I'm easily overwhelmed, but when I'm overwhelmed, the consequences or the reactions from me being overwhelmed are typically not good. So I think the way I sabotage our relationship is poor communication. And sometimes I feel like I know the answer is speak. I know the answer yes. is like tell him you need help, tell him you're overwhelmed. And you know what guys, sometimes I do a great job and I'm like hey, Junior, I'm overwhelmed. I need help. And yes. sometimes I want to eat cake. I want to watch TV. I want to shut down. I want to uh, get distant. And all these things are actually ways to recognize sabotaging your relationship, getting distant, poor communication, things like that. And I just, I don't communicate. I don't communicate. And I'm realizing now as we speak that that is definitely a way to sabotage your relationship, Yeah. especially if you have the awareness of like, because listen, a long time ago, I didn't have the awareness yeah, to know to communicate. Okay. No, didn't so have the awareness. It really does take time. I thought it was just me. Yeah. But now that I have the awareness that I know I need to communicate, it definitely can be seen as sabotage because I'm undermining what I know I should do yeah. in my relationship. So yeah. I would say that's how it comes up for me. Listen, self-sabotage is
1: a sneaky one. It does not wear its own face. Mm-hmm. You're going to find... It wearing some other face talking about that
0: No there's the obvious ones
1: Cheating mm. clearly
0: Why is cheating sabotage? Cheating's obvious It's like oh it's getting too good <laughs> oh, I need to cheat What well, no. happens Sometimes it's getting too good Or sometimes I want out Oh yeah Dang Is, self, is self-sabotage immature? Oh, you it's, know Let me tell you something Let me tell you something Here's a great Here's a great example Of
1: self-sabotage That you didn't know Was self-sabotage Yeah Always needing affirmation Even that can be Self-sabotage Constantly seeking approval can be Uh self-sabotage. You're asking that person for way too much. That person is not your approval 24-7. That person approves you and you have value. They yeah. are not your value. Yeah. But if I say to myself, I need my wife to approve everything I do at all times or mm. I don't feel loved. Number one, that's stunting my growth. I'm not going to mature myself and learn yeah. how to love myself. Yeah. Number two, I'm putting the weight of the world on my wife's shoulders because yeah. uh, she needs to make me feel approved. And guess what? She knows there's nothing she could ever do to satisfy. So now she's living in dread. Mm. I say, baby, how is this? She knows I'm going to ask her, baby, how is this? A hundred more times. And it doesn't matter what she says. Yeah. It's still not enough. And so now she dreads and avoids the conversation. But I'm just seeking for approval. I don't see what's wrong. No, you're yourself sabotaging. That's what. That's what's really going on. Wow. Yeah. It wears so many different faces. Another Jealousy one. Jealousy could be Jealousy. another one.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm getting real jealous. And I don't know why. Why am I getting jealous all of a sudden? Why does self-sabotage, why does sabotage period sound so immature? This is the first time because I don't know, maybe because I'm in conversation with somebody and I'm not saying this as a way to put anybody down, but I'm realizing that it's so immature. And it's like a lot of these things can be handled through accountability, through talking, through just expressing like, I'm not happy in a relationship or I want things to change or I need, or I feel, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the mature way out. Self-sabotage sounds like the immature way It's but listen, to deal with our own emotions.
1: Self-sabotage wins because it has the element of surprise okay and it and it only has the element of surprise when you discover it some people self-sabotage is sitting in their bed and they still don't know that's the truth that was to self-sabotage <laughs> yeah waking up and saying hello personality and he's like i'm not your personality i'm yeah. self sabotage
0: yeah yeah oh and 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 that's how it shows up in our relationships as well Oh yeah yeah. I want to bring up also, no, because I want you to continue with the faces, but specifically talking about relationships, yeah. especially those of you who may be starting out just brand new. This may be where self-sabotage re- rears its ugly head because it's brand new. Yeah. Especially if it's something like maybe you didn't have a lot of people growing up who were married. Maybe you don't have mentors. Maybe you don't have peers. And that can all terrify you. It can, all, it can put you in a state of fear where all these things, these Core beliefs that you're used to are like, wait, 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 these are too different. This, this, what's going on is too different. And now all of a sudden you stop communicating. Yeah, there you go. You just you just get distant. There you go. You get ornery. Uh-huh. You slam right?
1: you slam on the brakes. You the just, relationship is moving and it's
0: yeah. and then every three months, you step on the brakes. And like it's and it's unfortunate because it's like robbing you of something like good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You're convincing yeah. yourself that yeah. that it's so scary and that it's so bad. Yes, yes. That you're robbing yourself of something that could be so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So for those of you in relationships who are just starting out, if you feel like maybe you are in a pattern. You're starting and stopping and starting and stopping. You're going forward and backward, forward and backward. That's a perfect way to recognize that self-sabotage may be in your midst. Every time you get close to the person, all of a sudden you shut down, you just push them away. You you have a great two, three weeks of communication. You're being open, you're being vulnerable. And then all of a sudden it's like, they can't get a word out of you. Like you can't tell them how you feel. You may be in the midst of self-sabotage. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean,
1: self-sabotage. So for example, another example of self-sabotage could be over-promising. You're brand new to the relationship. Oh, that's good. You promise them the world. Oh, that's good. Overpromise. Like I said, I stretch myself thin. You promise them the world. And what you can deliver on, you're not honest about that, not even to yourself. Oh, my God. Then you're in the relationship and they seem disgruntled sometimes. Now you just, it all comes flooding back. Confirmation that you're not good enough to be with somebody. Mm -hmm. I say that in air quotes. Look at that person. They're disgruntled. They don't even want to be with me. Or even under-promising. And that people will say, how is under-promising really going to, like, sabotage you?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it can sabotage you. Because you're protecting yourself. You're protecting yourself. You're holding yourself back. Yeah, because if you hope for something great and then you don't get it, then you have to be disappointed all over again. So, therefore, you have to under-promise. Or even under self-deprecating. Yeah. Like, where you just feel, you, you can never tell yourself like good things about yourself or when people give you compliments things like that you have to like self-deprecate and say oh no I'm not good oh I'm not because if you're good then it's just like it puts you in this like what do I believe about myself almost like an identity crisis in a way yeah where you're just like wait what if I'm good if I have to accept this compliment if I'm great at this one thing yeah. as I'm talking to you I'm just like I'm having tons of epiphanies and really thinking about like one, really how childish self-sabotage is, but then also like how it's robbing us from yeah. from good things, how it shows up in so many different spaces and faces, like you mentioned. And I'm like, Damn, yeah, no, I, mean, I, I really I, I'm really in a bind. Guys, I'm talking to you, but I am in this thing. I, you, we've been talking for a long time and you guys know. There's certain things that I've overcome and I can talk about and give you advice. And there's certain things I am directly in the midst of it. And I share it with you because you may be in the midst of it. So I I'm in the midst of it. (laughs) So everything that we're talking about now, I'm like, Oh shoot, it's rocking me. It really is. Bro,
1: I'm telling you. And that's why you (laughs) got to do the practice, the work. Mm -hmm. You may be going like, Oh, I'm going to take care of this one issue. Find out you was digging in the wrong place the whole time. So that's why it really takes doing the work of working on, what you may think you're self-aware to, what you think you may be privy to, it could end up being something totally different. And I like what you said about self-sabotage. Our brain likes to put things in a box. Let's just be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Our brain wants to find understanding and have answers. And so your brain says, okay, you want to lose the weight? That's cool. That's cool. That's something new. We haven't done that before. What is that going to look like in five years, 10 years, 20 years? You say, I don't know. It's like, "Mm, that's not good. (laughs) That's not good enough. Yeah, no, I'm going to let you say you're losing weight. But but in the back of your mind, what we're really going to do, listen to my words, but don't watch my hands because I'm not down with that. Yeah, I'm not down with not knowing what the future is going to look like. Yeah, I'm not down with losing the safe place and comfortability that I've worked so hard to build, even if it's something negative. I'm Mm -hmm. not down with losing that. Yeah, I'm so sorry, heart, but I'm your brain and I'm here to keep us safe. And so that's when you have the thoughts like, man, why get up at 5.30 to work out? I'm going to be tired. Why not just get up at 8 and drink six cups of coffee? That's what we always do. Why are you going to get up at 5.30? At You're going to be tired. And we start to make these things bigger than what they actually are. But you'll live, bro. You'll be tired. Maybe for the first month, mm-hmm. then your body will get used to it. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing of our body. Yeah. The same thing that is holding us back is the key or the answer that we could use to, to develop new habits
0: and, and, and shake self sabotage. Speaking of getting up in the morning and drinking way too much coffee, <laughs> I actually want to share with you guys another option alternative to coffee. It is a drink that I've been trying for a couple of weeks now, and it is amazing. It is called Magic Mind, and it is an all natural drink um, that has ingredients like matcha, ashwagandha, cordyceps, mushrooms, and When I take it, I just feel revived. I feel like new life without the crash. Because I tell you, coffee will give you that boost. But then when you crash, you feel like you need more coffee. And it doesn't do that. So, I want to share this with you guys, and I have a link for you guys if you want to try it. All you have to do is go to magicmind.com forward slash black marriage, and you will get up to 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code black marriage 20. I'm going to repeat that again because I want you guys to try it. Go to magicmind.com forward slash black marriage and get up to 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with my code black marriage 20 so just going back to the different faces we just want to wrap this up in a beautiful bow i know junior has one more face that he wants to share with you guys and i want to cap it once you finish share that face yeah so the last face to share is not asking for help can be a face of self-sabotage that is definitely a face of self i really feel like you're reading me now because that list i'm telling you is me like a book (laughs)
1: Not asking for help, I mean, saying it now out loud obviously looks like self-sabotage. Yeah. Clearly, it's the opposite of taking on too much. Maybe you don't have a lot and maybe that's why you don't ask for help. You don't feel like you have enough.
0: I feel like they all work together, yeah, bro. Procrastination, uh-huh. not asking for help, uh-huh. taking on too much, uh-huh. unrealistic goals, uh-huh. not being communicative. Uh-huh. Usually, those things are they go all together like a perfect little pack. A lot of this stuff. Jealousy goes with
1: seeking affirmation. Yeah, goes with cheating. Yeah. Oh, not being true, or authentic, mm-hmm. and that could look like. Choosing one emotion rather than figuring out what it is, like oh, I always show anger, I blow up. Yeah, I think that's okay. That's my personality. That's not your personality, honey. Yeah, that's so that's called Mm self-sabotage. You have strong emotions, yes. Mm -hmm. But can we learn to figure out what is this real emotion? Anger is also very similar to self-sabotage. You know, it's usually a secondary emotion. Yeah, you know, you usually feel something first and then you You get angry, yeah. So you get embarrassed, Mm -hmm. and then you're angry, you're embarrassed, yeah. Did you know that? So anger is not your go-to answer for everything. There's something hiding underneath that. Mm -hmm. Just like self-sabotage could be hiding underneath, oh, this is my personality
0: trait. Yeah. And we're only going to discover this when you start to dig in, people exactly so just to cap this portion of the podcast how to recognize sabotage in relationships we mentioned a lot of different things but I think the key thing and i I briefly mentioned it but I really want to talk about this is recognizing patterns because self-sabotage is so sneaky because it has so many different faces because it can be so easily intertwined with your personality you have to have, a little bit of awareness to say, to realize the patterns in your life that continuously lead you down the path you don't want to be. Yes. What so, road are you taking? What road what are you road taking? Is it? Exactly. Write it down. <laughs> so for me, there's a pattern of, and I share this a little bit on social media of like my weight loss journey. I've lost 50 pounds before. It was great. But I have this pattern of being overwhelmed and eating too much. Some people call it binge eating. If you want to be clinical and diagnose it, eating too much in a short period of time. Okay. And it's usually triggered by emotional distress. Okay. So being okay. overwhelmed. And that was a pattern. I think that one is maybe more obvious pattern. Okay. Like it's like right in your face, like yeah. clearly you're full, but <laughs> you keep eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I, I really had to stop and just like, hold on. Every, I don't want to be in this position. Everything I seem to try to do, every effort I put in, it doesn't matter, is leading me back to this position. Yeah. What am I doing? How do I break this cycle? Why do I keep being in this pattern? That first initial level of curiosity is what is going to help you to recognize That's and good. see if sabotage is in your midst, which takes us into our next point, our next segment of the podcast, which is tips to overcome okay. some advi- advice. The first step. Is that awareness, asking yourself those hard questions? Like, if you are realizing this pattern, oh my gosh, patterns are so important. They tell you so much. I love patterns and hate them at the same time because (laughs) they really do be exposing you. Yeah. But if you can sit down, evaluate where you're trying to be. And where you keep ending up. And if you can see the pattern in in the midst of that, you can really be able to sit down and start to have a little bit more awareness. So let me give you an example for myself, since I'm already putting myself on blast. (laughs) Okay, so for me, when I'm realizing this pattern of binge eating, I had to sit and ask myself, what am I trying to cover up with food? Mm. Oh my God. I know that was so hard to say. What emotion or what am I trying to get rid of with food? And I realize, oh, I'm uncomfortable about something. Okay. I'm insecure about something. I am feeling overwhelmed about something. These big emotions that make me feel vulnerable It's usually emotions that make me feel weak, that make me feel exposed. Those are the ones, because if I'm angry, I don't feel like I need to eat. If I'm happy, I don't feel like I need to eat. But emotions that make me feel weak, that make me feel like everyone can see that I'm trash now are the ones that make me go into this pattern of sabotaging my health goals. So you have to be able to take a beat ask yourself hard questions, examine your life, examine your patterns. And that is the first tip I will give you to help you work through sabotage for yourself. And then you can apply that also to your relationship. The same thing, you can ask yourself questions, talk to your spouse, examine your relationship. What patterns are we in? What fights do we continue to have over and over again? What what things am I doing? What behaviors do I consistently do that cause harm in my relationship? Because if this caused harm, why do you keep doing it? There's a reason behind it. And usually it's because you're sabotaging your relationship. Wow. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: That's amazing. Wow. The second thing that I wanted to talk about, second tip for overcoming self-sabotage is understanding how it works so that you can interrupt the process. That's good. You're going to interrupt the process and then insert something new so you're going to reframe your thinking so like we said so many times before self-sabotage is your body trying to keep you safe okay and so your words in your brain they don't agree secretly and so your brain trying to keep you safe yeah and so what usually happens when you go to um that goal when you're working towards that goal your brain perceives it as a threat and so you start to have negative thoughts around that goal that's usually how we get the That's how the process begins to procrastination. That's how it begins to like shutting down. First, you have to have a couple of thoughts to get you to the idea like, hmm, let me just go ahead and blank, blank, blank. Mm -hmm. You don't just jump there. There's negative thoughts around it. What I want you to do is reframe your thinking around that goal. And you may say to yourself, oh, I don't have to do that. I love my goal. It's a great goal. Okay, I hear you, but just do this anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just try. (laughs) Because this is what your brain is doing anyway. We need to retrain or re- reintroduce a new way of thinking yes. around the goal. Mm-hmm. So interrupting we, it, yeah, interrupting it. And this is what I do to interrupt it. Okay, I think that thought all the way through, the 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 lie, mm-hmm. so to speak, that my brain gives me, of introducing fear or giving me pause towards my goal i take it all the way through mm-hmm. so i was like hey and i was That's doing this good. earlier mm-hmm. oh getting up and working out it's not really worth it like that you know and um uh you're gonna be sore yeah i'll be sore for a day two days mm-hmm. oh yeah but you can just stay the same yeah but i do want to be stronger for my kids mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to go to bat with yourself because there's an enemy in your camps and it's you you're the spy <laughs> you're the secret you're the double agent and so almost like that angel and, and, and that devil on your shoulders, mm-hmm. practice being the angel because the angel needs help. He's dying in this fight.
0: <laughs> Can I share how I interrupt mine? Yeah. So I'll share for me personally, like with food and things like that, I'll interrupt it by asking for help. Yeah. So this is one I've been putting into practice for a couple of years now. And this is before I even found out more about self-sabotage. This was my own personal journey to like not being overwhelmed all the time. But I realized that this is one way that I can help myself not like I can help to not sabotage myself. I ask for help. So if I feel overwhelmed or there's something that I'm really struggling with, like as far as work or something, I just who can I call? Yeah. Who can I call? Who can I speak to that I trust that I either can vent to about this or they can give me some sort of advice or tips, asking for help for sure when it comes to overwhelm. Now, relationship-wise, I just snitch on myself. Mm. And I think this is something that Jir and I both do. And I got it from him, but it's been working for me. So there's times where I'm overwhelmed, I'm not communicating. And I, like, cat got your tongue, that's me in a nutshell, okay? Okay. And I would just snitch on myself, like without even thinking, no second thought. I'm like, yeah. hey, I feel overwhelmed. Yep. Just get it out. <laughs> and your body's like, you snitch.
1: <laughs> you're supposed to sit here in this corner while I work you.
0: <laughs> that's exactly because that's the thing. Sometimes you're in the corner, like you said, with your thoughts and you just getting pummeled, just body. Uh, uh, you're, you're getting body, body blow, body. And you need help. I'm so saying you just gotta snitch and just yell out, basically. And for me, that. Doing the action without thoughts because I'm an analyzer, anyways. I love to think, I love to process, and all those things. But when I can just move forward, just literally go straight to action without yeah. thought, it saves me so many times. Because thank God Junior is attentive. So when I say I'm overwhelmed, he's like, "How can I help you? What can we do?" Like, yeah, he's snitching on himself. Sometimes he don't even you ask call your own how. You don't even ask how you can help. He can, he was just like, "Oh, well, I'll go take the girls for a walk," and I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, that helps so much. My brain can breathe for a second. And 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 it really does relieve so much off of me. Like, oh, thank you Jesus.
1: You just gave me another tip for getting over self-sabotage, and that would be like do the next best action. Some people actually do that. They don't give themselves a chance to think about it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, like, dang, I need to work out. And then in the in in your head, you get embodied. You pick up your phone, what do you do? You schedule that appointment for the for the personal trainer. You just pick it up, do it right then and there. Mm-hmm. You pick it up, you make that call. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, you go online and you do that appointment that you needed to do. Yeah, or yeah. Or you call that person or you just, oh, okay, I'll... you want me to sit here and think? How about I don't think? Yeah, bro. Because <laughs> if I think, you might win. <laughs> Sometimes not
0: thinking saves you. Bro, analysis the... paralysis. Let me just go ahead and paralysis. do what I know, what I know to be the next right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We can relate that and i know we're going back and forth between self-sabotage and relationship sabotage because most relationship sabotage is self-sabotage okay you are hurting yourself by hurting your relationship Wow, that's why we keep going like back and forth but that same point that you made about just doing the next best action you can do that for relationships as well yes if you know that yes. you're supposed to be communicating about something or you're feeling distant or you know just just don't think, just do the next best yes. action, snitch on yourself, do what you need to do. Yeah. The last tip that G and I both agree on, because we come up with our tips individually, yeah. but that is practice. I am learning through this stage and maybe they call this quarter life crisis. I don't know, but it, it's just a period of growth, a huge period of growth for me um personally. So I am learning that practice really is progress. Like, practicing over and over again the uncomfortable things really is what gives you the breakthrough. Yeah, for sure. Because if you just let's say you just sat here and you're like, "Oh, awareness like, okay, yeah, I procrastinate. That's how I self-sabotage." And you even find out, you know what? This is what I need to interrupt this procrastination. Yes. I need to go to the library or change my environment. That's that's the thing I need to do to get over procrastination. If you do not put that into practice, and we're not talking about perfectly If you, if you are not working the muscle of getting out of that habit, it doesn't matter how much, you know, it doesn't matter how aware you are. It doesn't, it doesn't matter unless you are practicing it. And we say the same thing for relationships. Like if you have that shutdown process or you don't communicate or you, you drag yourself away from intimacy because you're scared of vulnerability, whatever that thing is, if you don't practice sitting in the uncomfortable then it's not going to go away. It may transform. You may think that, oh, yeah, well, I know about it, and that's enough. Practice is really how you get that healing. It's really how you get that uh, breakthrough. Yeah, it's how you go from
1: the old me to the new me, Mm -hmm. right? Neuroplasticity is how you build new neural connections. Mm -hmm. And now that thing that was a discipline
0: becomes a desire because you've been practicing it for so long. Preach, preacher you know what I mean (laughs) so that is all that we have for you for this episode I want to give a quick reminder that we are having a free workshop on communication mistakes on Friday at 8 30 p.m that is September 15 2023 to end guys I would love to leave you with a quote And it says, we sabotage the great things in our lives because deep down, we don't feel worthy of having the great things. And this is by Teresa Riazzi. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Black Marriage Therapy. If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram.